0: Autism now affects 1 in 88 children, in which 1 in 54 are boys, and the prevalence figures are growing daily. Autism is the fastest growing serious developmental condition in the United States that costs a family $60,000 a year on average, while the cause receives less than 5% of the research funding of many less prevalent childhood diseases. As to date, there is no medical detection or cure for autism. Help us at the JSO Modcast Network change that as April is National Autism Awareness Month. We ask all of you to join us this month in honoring the boys and girls who live with this condition each and every day of their lives in donating to a charity centered around researching and possibly finding a cure. Any amount is welcomed because chances are you personally know someone directly affected with autism. Let's come together and make a change.
1: Are you an author, poet, comic book creator, or an artist? Do you have a novelette, novella, novel, poetry book, comic book, graphic novel, or art books that you thought about publishing, but you don't have the cash to self-publish? Well, this is your lucky day. Announcing Dark Myth Publications second annual open contract challenge. Currently, we are accepting submissions for round one, the pitch. No matter what type of book you have, Send the judges your pitch by 11.59pm Pacific Standard Time April 30th. So what do you get if you win? I'm glad you asked. Third place winner will receive a $50 Visa gift card. Second place winner, or the runner-up, will receive an e-book contract for publication through one of Dark Myth's brands, plus a $100 Visa gift card grand prize winner will receive a contract for an e-book and a print publication through the Dark Myth Publication Division, a full distribution market circulation for a year. Also you'll receive a $200 Visa gift card. Cool right? But we're not done yet. As the winner you will also receive a round trip airfare and hotel accommodations to California to be part of the second annual Jay Zoman Pop Culture Expo for the signing of the book in 2021. And now that I have your attention, go to www.opencontractchallenge.com and enter to
0: win. And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice.
1: The
2: World of MythBits Hey everybody, and welcome to The World of MythBits, episode 78. I am your host, Stephanie Bardi. As always, I am coming to you from the boudoir. But tonight's going to be a little different, because I am not reclining comfortably on my bed. Um, I can't find my bed at the moment. (laughs) So, I... uh, Spring is in the air, even though um, today it rained and it hailed and it snowed and the sun came out. Um, And I'm feeling a lot better. I still have this nagging cough, but my energy level is almost back to normal. Um, I'm not sleeping for hours and hours and hours, which is great. (laughs) I'm getting, I can actually get some stuff done. Um, And today was the first day um, I had ventured downstairs because my husband is out of quarantine as well. So he's gone back to work. He's an essential worker. So he's gone back to work. So he kind of needed the bed because he works midnights. So I got ousted out of the bedroom because I'm no longer in quarantine. And went downstairs and looked around and went, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, A, I haven't been here since January. B, I came home and then got sick shortly thereafter and ended up in quarantine for two weeks. And you could tell. (laughs) My husband and my daughter are not housekeepers. There are a lot of things. Um, Housekeepers are not one of them. Um, And I mean, there was a lot of stuff that needed to be done before I went away and it just accumulated So, today was spent doing laundry and going through, um, I have lost a significant amount of weight since last summer, even. So, I was going through, I have bags and bags and bags of clothes that I need to go through, find out what fits, what doesn't fit, what, because my style has changed as well. So, um, my aunt and my mom, bless their hearts, give me a lot of clothing that they don't that doesn't fit them anymore. So um it's I mean, these are this is clothing from women that are twenty and thirty years well, twenty years and twenty three years older than me. And my aunt's in her seventies. My mom's in her late sixties. So (laughs) they're old lady clothes. I mean to put it nicely, they're old lady clothes. And uh, some of it's just not my style, so I'm bagging up a lot of it to go to um, the Sally Ann. And for those who aren't, I guess, I don't know if it's a Canadian thing or an Ontario thing or maybe just a Midland thing. I don't know. Um, The Sally Ann is the Salvation Army, which I know you do have in the States. Um, Best comparison would be Goodwill. So... We have one of those in town, and a lot of stuff, like a lot of clothes that I don't wear anymore, I will bag up and I will take to the Salvation Army, and they will sell them. Um, Yeah, so get some out of my house. So that's what I've been doing today. Unfortunately, um, I know me, and (laughs) I will start a project, and I will get halfway through that project, and then I'll go, um, I want to do something else. So to prevent me from doing that and actually putting my clothes away instead of letting them live in the baskets or on the dressers or in the bags or whatever, um, I will put it all on my bed. I will pile it all onto my bed. That way I have to clean my bed off and put the stuff away before I can go to bed. So this podcast will be on the move in the boudoir The phone is in the pocket of the jammy pants, and the headphones are in, so y'all are coming with me while I'm putting my stuff away. So, how was your week? (laughs) I got released from quarantine on Wednesday, so yay! (laughs) Yay, me! I was very excited about that. But my husband was still in quarantine downstairs, so I had to stay up here in my room, um, got my car. I got my new car this week. It showed up on Monday (laughs) like it was supposed to. It was actually here a half an hour earlier than what uh, he had told us that it was going to be here. So um, yeah, got my car. Very happy. I've driven it a couple of times now and I absolutely love it. I just love it. It looks really little. I mean, it's a little car. It's a micro. It's a little car. But when you get in, it feels a lot bigger than it actually is. The inside is really spacious and really well laid out. Um, And you feel like you're up a lot higher than you would normally in a little car. It's not a low rider, which is great. I don't feel like I'm sitting on the ground, you know, putting along smaller than everybody else. (laughs) I am, but I don't feel like that. (laughs) So, yeah, I love my new car. Um, It has Bluetooth sort of (laughs) to where I can use the phone aspect of my cell phone through the car phone. But uh, if I want to listen to my music, I have to plug in an auxiliary cord, which is going to be interesting because I'm getting a new phone. So it's not going to have the headphone jack because unfortunately... The phone I have now is the last version of this phone that they made with the headphone jack. Now, mind you, I did go on Amazon last night and I did buy two, yes, two um, splitters. And the one is going to be for the car and it will, it's, you know, it's got the charger and then the the headphone jack and you plug it into the phone. Um, And the way it's shaped is it'll fit my, um, phone holder that I have in the car. And the other one will be for my at home. (laughs) So I will be able to use my headphones because I don't know if, I mean, every time you get a new cell phone, you always get headphones usually with the cell phone, but I'm getting an iPhone eight. Yes, I know. It's not the latest and I don't care. It's new to me. And it's a brand new iPhone 8. Never been used. So I'm going from an iPhone 6 to an iPhone 8. So it's an upgrade. And um, the headphones plug into the same place where you plug in your phone to charge it. So if my battery is low and I go to podcast or if I'm driving and my battery's getting low and I'm using my headphones, like For listening to Google Maps or whatever, um, that's going to be a problem. (laughs) I actually have a really good. My best friend has um, the new headphones that plug in, and they're a pain because you can't charge your phone and use your headphones at the same time unless you have a splitter. (laughs) Got to spend more money, so um, he actually suggests, "Why don't you get earbuds?" Because I don't fart gold coins out my butt. I don't. No, I can't afford earbuds. So, I did what you know cheap old me does, and I went and bought two splitters. Cost me like thirty bucks for both of them, two different styles, and hopefully (laughs) they come. Um, They say they're supposed to be here by May tenth, and I understand with COVID and everything, Amazon is prioritizing, um, which is fine, but. Excuse me, next week could be interesting for podcasting, so I may have to use my old phone. <laughs> we'll see. My new phone My new phone hasn't arrived yet, so I could still be using this phone next week. We will see. So yeah, my car came. I ordered a new phone. Um, let's see. My daughter ended up in the hospital with a concussion. <laughs> she, she passed out at work. We're still We're pretty sure it was the two energy drinks that she slammed back. Um, we're not exactly sure why she passed out. Could have been the chemicals that they were using because they used some pretty strong chemicals. Um, but she literally cracked her head open, like literally cracked her skull. There was a crack in the bone of her head. So she's been in a little bit of pain for the last couple of days and she's been a pain for the last couple of days. Love you, Katie. (laughs) Um, so that's been interesting and we couldn't even go up and be with her because like when she goes to the hospital she freaks out she gets anxiety and she hates being up there by herself and we couldn't go and be there with her because of covid-19 like they're not letting anybody else in and um because I'm an unconfirmed case she got swabbed so we will know in a couple of days if she's got covid-19 because we'll have her results <laughs> so um yeah. So that's been interesting. Ah, sorting through my... I make I make piles. I sort through things and I make piles. Like, you know, my sweaters, my pajamas, my summer You know, stuff like that. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm not moving around a whole, whole lot. Um, I've got nothing else to do, so I might as well clean the house. Because... I'm not okay. I'll admit it too. I, I will openly admit it. Yes. I owned a house cleaning company and I cleaned houses for a living, which is probably why I don't clean mine because I hate doing it now. Um, and I'm okay. Like I'm really good at upkeep. Once it's clean, once I can get it to clean, I'm really good at maintaining. I can maintain. I'm really good at maintaining Getting it to clean, though, when you have people in your house that don't help. Flat out, they don't help. They don't. Unless I threaten um, nuclear annihilation and completely lose my mind, they don't help. They. Katie stays in her room. My husband has blinders. It's just how it is. It's how it's been for 27 years. Um, So anybody who suffers with depression, you get overwhelmed and you just don't. You leave it and you just ignore it, which is kind of what happened. So now that I've gone through this two weeks of feeling like absolute misery, I have this burst of energy. Um, so I'm utilizing it while I can. <laughs> and I'm, my mood is up because, you know, I got a new car. Um, and my ghost writing's going really well. So my spirits are up. So I figured, you know what? Let's take advantage of it. My sleeping isn't great because I've gone from sleeping constantly to sleeping four or five hours like, I don't fall asleep until 4, 4.30 in the morning. Um, maybe later. I've seen dawn a few times. And I'm up before noon. I'm up at, like, 10, 11. So I'm getting... I mean, I'm getting about seven hours, maybe. Maybe. So it's not great. I do suffer from bouts of insomnia. Um, I do have prescription sleeping pills for that, which, oh yeah, gotta call and get those filled tomorrow. Um, I don't like using them. I really don't. I hate them. I absolutely hate them. And the point that I get to when I'm like, okay, I'm going to take one. It's usually like four o'clock in the morning And I'm like, no, I'm not going to take, yeah, I want to take one because I'm exhausted and I need to sleep, but I'm not taking it now because it's four o'clock in the morning. And if I take it now at four o'clock in the morning, then I'm either still going to be up at 10 or 11 and be groggy and feel like, but all day, or I'm going to sleep the entire day and I don't want to do either. So I don't take them. (laughs) And then I don't sleep. And it's just, it's a vicious cycle that you can get into. Um, And I do tend to get into it often. But usually I have a cycle. And usually if I get to the point where I've hit three days of no sleep, and I've done that, I've gone days without sleep and... I get really creative. I will, I will say that. I get really creative. Um, then I will. I will take one. They taste horrible. They really do. They taste like metal. You get this awful metal aftertaste. And that's how I know it's dissolved. And it's going to be working fairly shortly. Because I get this metal aftertaste in my mouth. And it's like, oh, yep. Okay. So stomach has dissolved the pill. Ew. Here we go. Um, and even then, like, even then I've, I'll take it and it won't work. I'll still be awake for hours and it's just frustrating. So I was going somewhere with that and because I'm trying to multitask, which generally I'm good at, concentration is still not back where it was before I got sick, um, but it's getting there. So, okay, let's do a little bit of housekeeping <laughs> and not just my own personal housekeeping. World of myth housekeeping. So deadline for the magazine just passed. Um, thank you everybody who sent stuff in and the stragglers that are still sending stuff in. because you all know me, the deadline is the 15th, but I will accept stuff for a couple of days after that. Um shaping up to be a fairly decent magazine. I'm excited. Uh, Open contract challenge. Um, We have got a lot of really good, well I don't know if they're really good, I haven't seen them, but I know I've heard that we have um, quite a few pitches in. So get your pitches in because as of the 31st, 30 days, half September, April, June and November, okay, as of the 31st of April, (laughs) Um, The contest for pitches to get into the contest is closed. Then the contest begins and that's when the fun happens. So if you want to be considered for the contest, you have to get your pitch in. So get it in. Do it. I'm telling you, do it. Um, I think that's all of the housekeeping. I neglected to ask, although I did tell Dave that I was going to podcast, so he knew. He's just busy writing, but he knew. So, if I missed anything, watch on the Facebook page. We'll we'll announce. We'll we'll put it over there. <laughs> um, speaking of Facebook, you may have uh, noticed a post that I put up in, if you're a member of Dark Myth Writers, I made a post today about something exciting coming soon to a store near you. (laughs) No, um, could be. We are in the works to create and launch a new magazine. Now, we will still have the World of Myth online. It will still be free. You can still contribute to it. And it will still be as it has always been. Don't worry about that. Um, this new magazine, and I'm not uh, not throwing the name out there yet, because that's all going to be part of this, this big, we're going to do a big special announcement and announce the name and... The release date and all of that the the staff, all of that stuff all in one thing. Um, right now we are in the building stages. <laughs> so I put a post out because I wanted to see if there was interest in a people contributing to it, and B people actually working for it. Now working for it and contributing to it are two different things. if you're a contributor, you contribute it would be a quarterly magazine so it would only come out every 3 months four times a year so if you're a contributor you could contribute one contribute to one issue not contribute to the next one contribute to, you're not locked into being obligated to contribute to every single one every quarter if you're on staff that is an entirely different kettle of fish you are expected to turn in stuff every single quarter for the magazine. And it's going to have different things than the world of myth. Now the criteria for submissions, I will tell you this right now, the criteria for submissions is going to be a lot stricter and a lot tighter. If you do not follow the guidelines, you will automatically be it'll be kicked back to you and told fix this. I'm not even going to look at it or the editor, whoever the editor happens to be, isn't even going to look at it until it's exactly what we want in the guidelines. Because there's going to be a lot of submissions for this particular magazine. Because it is a paid magazine. You will be paid for the work you do. I don't know how much, but you will be paid for what you do. Um... You will have to pay to buy the magazine, hence why you're being paid to contribute to the magazine, because you have to buy the magazine. You see see where I'm going with this? <laughs> so this is going to be a whole different caliber than our online magazine, which in my opinion is fantastic to begin with. There will be different things like um, we will have health and wellness and fitness, and we will have... Um, differing opinions and we will have interviews and, um, we will still have short stories and poetry and drabbles and things like that, but they're going to be, um, the rules and reg, not really rules and regulations, but the criteria for that is going to be a lot stricter than what I impose on our online free magazine. Because I do let a lot of things go through that I personally have issues with, but my personal preference and my personal opinion on a story doesn't factor into the job. Just because I don't like the material... Or the way something was presented, or the language that was used, a particular word pops to mind, um, doesn't mean I can veto something just because I have a personal issue with it. Now, there are certain things that will not get through. But anyway, no, the, the criteria will be stricter. You will have to follow, adhere to the guidelines because the guidelines will be there for a specific reason, because people are going to get paid if their submissions are accepted. So there's going to be a lot of submissions and we're not going to have time to go through and change your font from Courier to Times New Roman, change your font size from 10 and a half or 16 to 12, which I do every month. We're not going to have time to physically copy your bio from the body of the email into a separate document so that it can be put into the magazine and insert your bio picture. You're going to have to do all of that so that we can edit the content, make sure everything is perfect and up to par and ready to go. We don't have time to do all the other stuff that I do every month. Um, And yes, I will reiterate again. If you have italics anywhere in your story, please underline them because it makes it easier for me to catch them and be able to put the proper coding blocks around them so that when I send them to Dave for coding, he doesn't miss them and they don't get unitalicized. And then I get a nasty email the next day saying, this section was supposed to be italicized. How come it wasn't? Yada, yada, yada. Well, that's why. Because you didn't underline it. And as I was reading your story, the brain doesn't always click That's italicized. It needs to be... I need to put the blocks around it. If it's underlined, the brain clicks because it's unusual. I try and get every italicized word. And I think for the most part, I do get every italicized word in every story. But it does state in the guidelines. Yes, I am ranting a little bit. Because... I had some absolutely frustrating things to edit today and three of them got sent back to the authors and they were told to make these changes, fix these, and then send them back. And one of them may actually miss this issue because I haven't heard back from him yet. So I am ranting a little bit because... Even in 20 submissions, if I have to go through each and every one word for word, I mean, I read it. But when you read something, you don't read every word. And when you're reading it, you're reading it. So when you hit an italicized word, it changes the tone in your head. It doesn't register, oh, wait, got to stop, put the blocks around it. If it's underlined, it does. That's all I'm saying. I know, I'm sounding really, really crabby, and I don't mean to be. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm standing, so I'm like, I'm, up, I'm on my soapbox at the moment. <laughs> so anyway, please, if you use italicized words in your story, underline them. They will not show up underlined in the magazine, unless I happen to miss putting little blocks around them. But it makes it easier for me to see them. Because I edit for content. Sorry, I was watching my cat. He was doing this little really weird funky thing. I'm not exactly sure what he's chasing. Because um, I'm in my room and my door's shut. And he better not find anything running around in here. I will not be happy. Anyway. So yeah, please. Underline your italics. Follow the guidelines. Times New Roman, 12 point font. Put your photo and your, auto bio, your, your author bio in the same document, not as your story, a separate document from the story, but in the same document and attach it to your email. Do not put it in the body of the email. And I know, I really have to change that. But, but, in the same token, I keep saying I have to change that in the guidelines and yet people still are not following what's already in the guidelines. The basics. 12-point font. Times New Roman. You see where I'm going with this? I am lenient, but um, my editing plate has just grown exponentially. My Time has shrunk because I'm going to be still doing the World of Myth magazine. I'm going to be overseeing the new magazine. I also have a writing career that I'm doing. (laughs) I also have a job as a ghostwriter. So I'm getting stricter at making people follow the guidelines. The guidelines aren't there as a suggestion. The guidelines are there because we need you to follow them. Okay, no more ranting. I promise. I'm done. I swear. (laughs) Follow the guidelines. Wow, 27 minutes of me going on about the guidelines. My cat has lost his ever-loving little mind. CJ, what is your malfunction, dude? There you go. See, he said hello for you. I know you've missed that. So, he said hello. Ah, <sighs> I will be so glad when everything... and People keep saying, I can't wait to get back to normal. I can't wait to get back to normal. I don't want to get back to normal. Because normal obviously wasn't working. Normal was polluting our waters and polluting our air and normal was stressful and not working i want to get back to a new normal i want to go outside i want to spend time with friends i want to travel i want i want to do a lot of things <laughs> i want to get back to a life outside of this house that's what i want that's what i'm looking forward to Um, I want to get back to going to events where I can hawk my wares, my books and other things that I may make. I want to get back to seeing my family and seeing my friends. And now that I have a car, I can go and see my two best girlfriends again, because they both live at least two hours away from me. In two different directions. So I usually head down south to get the one, and then we head over east to spend the weekend at the other ones. Um, I, 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 want, I can't wait for the social distancing to be lifted. I understand why it's in place, and I saw something on Facebook today that actually was rather poignant for me. We are all in the same storm. We are not all in the same boat you keep hearing oh we're all in the same boat we're all in this together well yes and no yes and no because this is where financial status comes into play some people are doing perfectly fine and they're weathering the social isolation just fine They've got everything they could possibly want to keep them entertained. They've got a house full of food, a house full of entertainment. They're enjoying their time with their family. They're not stressed out because they know their bills are covered and paid. And, you know, yeah, they're dipping into their savings, but it's all okay. And then you've got people in the same storm in an entirely different boat, not knowing if there's going to be enough food for the weekend or where they're going to get the money for the food. Now, thankfully, um, here in Canada, anyway, I don't know what it's like in the States, but here in Canada, um, pretty much three days after you applied for the Canadian emergency relief benefit, you got it. And it's, you get 500 up to four months. It's $500 a week. Um, for four weeks, and then you have to reapply, and it's another four weeks. But you get it all at once. So when you get your first payment, because they backdate it to March, when um, everything shut down, (laughs) when the entire country went, stop. (laughs) Um, So everybody got like $2,000 within three days. So Yay. Bills were paid. And then if you applied for the next four weeks, you got another $2,000. So we got like four grand in the bank. And that was fantastic because I haven't been able to go out and find a job because when I came back, everything was put on hold. Um, And then I was in quarantine and my husband was in quarantine. So things were tough. And because I am a freelance and I make a good portion of my income from going to conventions and going to expos and going to um, festivals and selling my books there, I can't do that because they're all canceled, um, we're missing that money. I had events planned for the entire summer. And when I do an event, I mean, I'm not... And I'm being, um, I'm erring on the side of the low end of what I make. Um, The least amount that I have made at a one day event is $300. So I need those events for my income. Also, I'm a freelancer. So with everything closed, I can't go out and say, Hey, how are you? This is what I do. Here's my business card. (laughs) So it helped out a lot. Um, but without that, we would be struggling. We up until this point have only been able to shop week to week because my husband gets paid week to week. Now being off for two weeks he took two weeks vacation, so he still got paid, but he got paid his vacation pay. So he had to take two weeks out of his vacation. So now he's two weeks less in his vacation. Um, so, yes, we are all in the same storm. We are not in the same boat. So I understand, you know, you're complaining About the lineups at the stores and you're complaining that you're bored and you want to go out and you want to, you know, have friends over and and be thankful that you are in a position to complain about that. But before you complain about that, think about the people that are struggling and wondering where the money's going to come to buy groceries, especially if both of the people in the house are out of work. Yeah, $2,000 a month may sound like a lot, but you think about it. A lot of mortgages are eight, $9,000 a month. Then you've got your hydro, your electricity. Then you've got gas for your hot water and heat because, you know, it is Ontario. It is Canada, and it's only April. Like I said, it was snowing today and hailing. We still have the heat on. Then you have food. And all of a sudden, Internet has become a necessity. Because that is your source of entertainment. You may have to give up cable, but you could still have the Internet. So, yeah. We're all in the same storm, but we're not all in the same boat. Some of us are struggling more than others. And I think a lot about my single friends, who um, are either living alone or are living with the you know single parents living with their kids, those are the only contact that they have. Are those kids or nobody? Other than who they talk to on video chat or messenger, they have no human contact. If you're in a house with other people, be thankful for that. Be thankful that you can get a hug when you need one. You can it, it That option's always there for physical contact. Because if you're living alone and you're self-isolating, the only time you see another human being is when you go and do your grocery shopping. Or you risk it and you go out for a walk. And then you see somebody from six feet away. Hey, how you doing? So I think a lot about my my single friends who are living alone and my single friends who are are single parents. And, you know, my heart goes out to them because I remember being a parent of small children. (laughs) And, you know, my husband would go out to work and I would be stuck in the house with the small children. And by the end of the day, you feel like the only words you have said are no, don't touch that. What did I say? Sit down. Put your pants back on. No, don't touch that. Sit down, <laughs> you know. And, and of course, the never-ending litany of why? But why? But why? But why? But why? And they don't accept the answer because I said so. That's apparently not a good enough answer. So I get it. But having to do that day after day after day after day. And the only break that you get is when they go to bed. And by that point in time, you're so exhausted, you fall into bed too. Well, then you wake up in the morning with them. So you don't really get a break. You don't get any downtime. So if you're in a position, in, in a situation where you can go off into another room and avoid your family for a while, Be thankful. Because there are people in this same storm in a different boat that can't. Because those little people depend on them. For food. For caring. Like bathing and clothing and necessities. And entertainment. You can only sit your kid down in front of the TV or in front of the iPad screen for so long. You need to be their entertainment. You need to teach them. You need to interact with them. And by the end of the day, all you want to do is talk to an adult. So if you have friends who have small kids and you know that that is the only outlet and means of of communication that they have all day, reach out to them, send them a message, call them up and say, hey, how's it going? Are you still sane? Would you like to talk about something other than Baby Shark? Awesome. Remember to do that. Because they need it. Trust me, I know. They need it. And my friend of mine today get a hold of me because her daughter wanted to know when her cat's birthday was, and her daughter was losing her mind. And I didn't get the message until later in the day. Um and when I did get back to her, her daughter didn't care anymore at that point. But it was a big deal. So I get it. Reach out. Talk to people. And I know all anybody's hearing anymore is about this virus because that takes up our entire life. There is nothing outside of the virus. Did I ask you for your opinion? I don't think so. The virus is all anybody's talking about. And the self-isolation and the depression that it brings on. Because we're all staring at four walls. I did get to go out yesterday in my car. Um, My husband and my daughter went grocery shopping. So I got to go pick them up and drive them home and then drive them to the other store and sit in the car and wait till they came out, watched all the people come out. And it still boggles my mind that people think whipping out to the store for... Yes, I'm gonna I'm getting back up on that soapbox again, people. <laughs> the government has asked us to stay home. Only go out for essentials. Do your grocery shopping. If you're going out to the store, look around and go, okay, I need this, 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 and this. Make a list. Plan your trip. Keep your trips to a minimum. Because Staying away from everybody and staying away from public places reduces the risk of contamination and spreading the virus. We know this to be true. We are seeing the results. So when I'm sitting in my car and I'm waiting for my husband to come out of the store with our weekly allotment of food. Actually, he got more than a week's allotment because we stocked up because we could. We had the money, so we could. Um, which means we do not have to shop now for two weeks, so we can stay home and avoid spreading any contamination or being contaminated. Anyway, I'm sitting in my car and I'm waiting for him to come out with a grocery cart, and I'm watching people coming out. And this one guy comes out and he's got a big, huge tub of ice cream. Okay, I get it, that may have been an essential. He may have just needed to get away because he's in a house full of kids. And the guy was in his late 60s, 70s. But, you know, families do live together with grandparents and parents and children. But he could have gotten more than just ice cream. Then I see another lady coming out with just a bag of hot dog buns. Just a bag of hot dog buns. And you know, you know, she got the wieners out of the freezer and she looked around and she went... Oh, we don't have any buns. I'm going to run to the store and just grab some buns because that's what we did. We need to change the way we think. Because that's what I would have done before this whole virus thing. It would have been, been, oh, we're having burgers for dinner. Oh, man, we don't have any buns. Okay, I'm just going to run down to the value Mart and grab a bag of buns. And I would run down to the value Mart, grab a bag of buns, come home. Two minutes. Jump in the car, off you go. Because that's what we did. Just whip to the store, grab it, and come home. Oh, we need milk? Okay, I'll be right back. Whip out, grab milk. But we can't do that. We need to change our way of thinking. We can't just whip to the store and grab a bag of hot dog buns or grab a tub of ice cream. We need to stop. We need to think. Okay, when am I going and doing my grocery shopping for my week or my two weeks or whatever? This is the day I'm going. okay. We are going to add a big, huge tub of ice cream and a big bag of hot dog buns to the list. And we won't have ice cream or hot dogs until we go shopping. Or we take that list and we go do the shopping that day when you go get the hot dog buns and the ice cream. Don't just go and get one thing. My daughter is really bad for that. She'll run up to the Walmart. Walmart. To get hair dye. Or she'll go into the giant tiger. And buy a couple of new outfits. And I trust me. I have lectured her. But she is a grown adult. And I can only control her so much. You know, she's not allowed anywhere near me. <laughs> in the house. Um, she's in quarantine now. But. Yeah. Essentials. People. Essentials. If you want that tub of ice cream, that's fine. You can have that tub of ice cream. Just get it when you're doing your your grocery shopping. Limit your trips out. I know it's hard. Trust me. I have just spent 14 days in the same room. The only time I left my room was to go to the bathroom, which is seven feet down the hall. I counted seven steps down the hall to my bathroom, and back to my bedroom. I went downstairs today. It was like going into a whole new world. Holy moly. I haven't seen down here in a while. So I get it. It's hard. It's really hard, especially when we are a society that is used to being free, (laughs) being allowed to go and do what we want to go and do when we want to go and do it and now we're not allowed to kind of gives you a little glimpse into communist society or a third world country in a dictatorship I'm not saying we're in a dictatorship we're doing this because it's keeping people safe but you know you understand where i'm going with this you see where i'm going with this we take our civil liberties and our, our rights and our freedoms a lot of times for granted. And when they're taken away, we kind <clears> of <throat> get into an uproar. Okay, I'm getting back up on the soapbox because I've tried to avoid talking about this, but it just completely blew my mind. There were people, I've, I've read an article, there were people protesting the fact that they were being made stay-at-home and self-isolate. And social distancing. And their premise was. It's my body. I should be allowed. To go out and risk it. And if I get sick. That's my problem. No it's not. It's not your problem. It's our healthcare system's problem. It's the. two, three, four, five, twelve, fifteen, twenty 12, 15, 20 people. That you may have infected. While you were out. Doing your thing. But. protesting the fact that our governments have asked us to stay away stay home to get rid of this virus so that we can all have a life again and they want to protest something else that really bothers me as well is you 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 I am, I am, I'm I'm going to say it, and I'm probably going to get hate mail for this. I don't care. Vaccinate your children. I am big on vaccinations. Big on vaccinations. Do your research. Vaccinate your children. And I have, I know some anti-vaxxers. And they will have already said, they'll be the first ones in line. To get the boot, the, to get the flu shot for this, do what? <laughs> They're the first ones to jump up and say, "Oh, you've got to stay home. You've got to self isolate six feet different. Blah, blah, blah. You've got to do what the CDC says. We need to do this. Really? Guess what? CDC also suggests you vaccinate your children. Vaccinate your children. Okay. Wow. This has turned into a ranty um, podcast because I think. I have felt awful for the last three podcasts that suddenly I am feisty, (laughs) as somebody likes to call me. I am feisty today. and So you're getting everything that has built up. See, this is why I walked away from social media, why I limit the amount of time I spend on social media. And the minute I see something that makes me want to go, I turn it off and walk away. I don't engage. I don't read it. I don't follow it. I don't comment on it. I don't check it out. I don't fact check. Nothing. I'm out. Because this is why it makes me ranty. Makes me upset. And I am stuck in a house. I can't go for a drive and clear my head. I can't go have a coffee with a friend and vent. And so y'all get to listen to it. But this is why I stepped away from social media because it is full of, I mean, I check the information that I need to know how bad is the spread in my area, which technically I really don't need to know, um, what the latest self-isolation date is, and it's now been pushed into May, um, um, Any new information that's come out about finances or um, treatments or testing or anything like that, I check all that out. It's the debates. It's the complaining. It's the naysayers. It's the non-believers. It's the conspiracy theorists. And it's just the plain old miserable people that think it's unfair that they have to stay home and they're not allowed to go golfing. Yes, I have a relative that was complaining they're not allowed to go golfing. They're bored because it's, they're, they're retired. So that's all they do is they golf. And they were hoping that maybe the golf course would open up and they would limit one person per golf cart and you couldn't touch the flag. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't like being stuck in the house with the person you're stuck in the house with, but you chose to stay with them for so long. No, you're not going golfing. <laughs> it's not happening. So I think that's what set me off today was, was that conversation itself. So anyway, I've gotten actually, I said that this was going to, you were going to like go with me while I put stuff away and... All I've managed to do is add more piles of clothing to my bed, so I haven't really accomplished anything except rant and make piles of clothing on my bed. I still have to put them all away in the drawers, which is another interesting scenario because I inherited a whole bunch of clothing um, that I'm not exactly sure is going to fit into said drawers, but we shall see, shan't we? (laughs) We shall see. And I do have to start doing the winter and summer swap out because I have winter pajamas, which are like polar fleece and flannel. I have summer pajamas, which are not. (laughs) So I have to start doing the swap out because my pajama drawer is only so big. Um, And I just swap my t-shirts out for my turtleneck sweaters and um, stuff like that. Because I only have so many drawers and so many dressers. My poor husband's living out of a box because I took all the dressers and the drawers. And he doesn't... The room is mine. The bedroom is mine. He sleeps downstairs. So (laughs) why should he have a dresser up here? It's my room. He stays downstairs. So he has a box. We are going to get him a dresser for downstairs. But it's going to have to match my living room and look nice. And not look like a dresser. Just saying. He doesn't know that yet. And he's not having the dresser from my craft room. Because that's going into the bathroom for our linens. Because I've lost, somehow, lost my linen cupboard. I don't know where it's disappeared to. It's gone. I think it got repurposed somewhere else. And I have no place to store my towels. And my craft room got full. So... And you can hear me slamming drawers, because now I'm getting agitated again, because my house is in a tip, and it's irritating me, because I have to be the one to straighten it out, and there's a lot to straighten out, and it's just frustrating. But I'm done complaining. I really... Thank you for listening. I really do appreciate you, you know, coming along on this ranty, venty, frustrated ride. (laughs) (laughs) Because... You know, I don't have anybody else to talk to but you guys. I can't vent to the people in my house because I'm venting about the people in my house. So, and trust me, I'm the type of person that I will never, ever, ever say anything about somebody that I will not say to their face or have not said to their face. And trust me, I have said all of this to their face. They know. They know how I feel. I do believe I said some of it just today, (laughs) (laughs) which did actually manage to get two baskets of laundry brought upstairs for me because I can't carry them upstairs. I'm not allowed. Long story. But anyway, so yeah. Okay. Let me check the time because I think we're getting close and I've, oh, good heavens. All right. We're going to wrap this up. I've ranted for almost an hour, um, Don't forget to go to opencontractchallenge.com. Get your pitch in. We are closing out the pitches on the 31st of this month. Um, And then the contest begins. So get your pitches in. And don't forget to check out the magazine at www.theworldofmyth.com. And that will be going live the 24th of this month, as it does the 24th of every month. And stay tuned for more information and updates on the new magazine that will be coming out. And you can find us on Facebook at The World of Myth Bits Podcast and The World of Myth Magazine. You can find me at Author Stephanie Barty on Facebook. Stephanie J. Barty on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at The World of Myth Bits Podcast or The World of Myth Magazine. And me, Lupa B., on Twitter, and on Instagram, it's Stephanie Barty Author, and I don't think any of the Open Contract Challenge is on Instagram, and TikTok, you can find me, uh, Lupa Barty, and I think they've covered everything. All right, if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, whatever, shoot me an email, just go to the website. Find my email. It's there. I'm going to make you work for it. If you're going to complain to me, I'll make you work for it. (laughs) Get a hold of me on Facebook and Messenger. And yeah, let me know what you think. Um, Those of you that are interested in participating in the new magazine, I'd love to hear from you. What you'd like to do, what your suggestions, your ideas are, stuff like that. So let me hear from you. All right, everybody. Until next week. See ya.
1: <laughs> the World of Mythbitch.